This is Sharing the Victory, the weekly national radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. On tap today, Super Bowl champion coach Tony Dungy describes how he surrendered his life to Christ. I said, Lord, I need to put you in first place above everything else, above my career, above my education, above everything, and then let you take me where you want me to be. We'll also hear from Raymond Berry a Hall of Famer and one of the hardest-working wide receivers of all time. What drove me was that work ethic, and it was one of the key things that really led me to Christ. And former big league pitcher Rick Horton shares his life experiences. And it was really through the sport of baseball that I came to understand and hear the gospel for the first time. And now here's the host of the program, communicator, author, and former college football coach, Ron Brown. My guest is Rick Horton former Major League Baseball player with the St. Louis Cardinals, a great pitcher, now a television and radio announcer for the Cardinals, but also the area FCA director for St. Louis, a man of many talents. Rick Horton, welcome to our show. Ron, always good to be with you. Uh, I appreciate having a chance to spend some time with you talking about uh, my favorite subject, and that is uh, ministry and sports. And of course, I get to talk about baseball uh, all day long when I do the broadcasting, but you know, you and I have a heart that goes beyond that. You know, uh, Rick, it's amazing how God DNA codes us up in, uh, in a tiny little cell in the womb of our mother. And when we come out, man, there's this expression of who he is through specific gifts and talents. And one of yours for probably your lifetime has been baseball. Tell us how you have seen God use baseball in your life to help you understand who he is. Well, that's one of my uh, things that I love to talk about because I've seen God at work in so many ways, and baseball is, you know, a passion that I believe that he gave me. I mean, I've loved baseball as long as I can remember, and it was really through the sport of baseball that I came to understand and hear the gospel for the first time. Hmm. I had a couple of teammates who absolutely loved me uh, the way Christ commanded them to love one another, hmm. and I was on, I mean, I was in the other direction. I had no faith whatsoever. I had no real understanding. I thought I was smarter than people who are people of faith. I was an engineer graduate from Virginia, and I thought that I could figure out the whole world uh, in a textbook, and I had a number of teammates that presented the gospel to me through our connection in baseball, which was an absolutely life-changing uh, time in my life. In fact, there was a Stanford graduate his name is Larry Reynolds. He was a football player and a baseball player. Uh, his brother is Harold Reynolds, who worked on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And Larry is one of the smartest teammates I've ever had. And Larry said, you know what? We're not just talking mumbo-jumbo here. I believe that this is true in space and time and in history, that Jesus is who he said he is. And this is, in fact, God's Word. And so that was the first time, Ron, anybody had ever told me that. And he encouraged me to read the Bible for the first time, and that's where God got a hold of me. Hmm. We're talking to Rick Horton, former St. Louis Cardinals pitcher, TV and radio broadcaster for the Cardinals, and now also the area FCA director in St. Louis. And, and Rick, uh, you talked about coming out of the University of Virginia. You're an engineering major. You're a Major League Baseball player. You are an area director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I, I tell you what, there, there are a lot of people in life who think that you're pretty big. I mean, that's pretty big stuff. And you just got finished saying and, and talking about your humility that you're not so big, but God is big. Talk to us a little bit. When you recognize that you are sinful, 
When you recognize oh, that you had a sin nature that had not only it, it, it couldn't be improved upon, it right. had to die. What did that do to you? And, and then talk to us about the refreshment that you had in knowing that the grace of Jesus Christ saved you. Well, I have, I have goosebumps just thinking about it as you're answering that question, because there are two specific things, Ron. One is, I was uh, back in college, uh, after the gospel had first been presented to me, I was back in college at finishing up, and I was at a pickup basketball game uh, at Virginia. I was studying there, finishing up my degree, minor league player in the spring, student in the fall. And, and in a pickup basketball game, I got in a little tussle match with a guy, threw an elbow at him, and, you know, I'm not a tough guy, but I just was kind of emoting and venting and doing all this, you know, really had a bad attitude. And I can tell you, Ron, that there was a time in a pickup basketball game with only maybe eight people in a gym, uh, and I'm running down the court, and I stopped dead in my tracks in the middle of the court, and I said, that is, that is not who I want to be. Hmm. I realize my fault and my sin. I didn't even have a religious understanding of this or a Christian understanding of this until years later, but I believe that that was the start for me, to realize that, you know what, I'm not clean. I, I need help. And I went up to the guy who I just elbowed, and I said, look, but let me tell you, I'm sorry for doing that, and, and, and it was my fault, and I, ho- I hope you'll forgive me. And he looked at me like I had two heads, man. I mean, we were just playing basketball, and it was a heart problem that I realized I had. And then uh, as a minor league player, uh, I went to a chapel service. The speaker said, does anybody know John 3.16? And I didn't. You know, this guy who thinks he knows so much realized, I don't know what John 3.16 is. And right next to me, a guy stood up, Ron, and he had recited John 3.16, boldly, proudly, with great passion. And this guy said, you know, God so loved the world. And he went on and on. And I looked at that guy. That guy was our bat boy, who was 10 years old. Hmm. And the humility, Ron, of me realizing that this young 10-year-old knew something about truth that me and my college engineering degree didn't know. And talk about being slapped in the face, man. Mm -hmm. I was humbled. That point in time, Ron, was very powerful to me to realize I need to know truth. I, I don't know what I think I know, and, and I was humbled before uh, the God who is. Hmm. Well, Rick, uh, that's translated into a career that's dedicated to serving Christ through the world of sports. I want to thank you for your commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ and how you have been serving Him in and out of the world of baseball and certainly in the FCA ministry as well. And We appreciate you being on our show today. You bet, Ron. That was Rick Horton, former Major League Baseball pitcher with the St. Louis Cardinals and TV and radio announcer for the Cardinals, and he's also the area director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in St. Louis. It's been great to have Rick Horton on our show. There's more baseball next week. As you know, it's World Series time, and we have a very special show. It's a remarkable story linking two incredible athletes spanning time together. Yes, Mickey Mantle, the great slugger from the New York Yankees, along with basketball's great Pistol Pete Maravich. What do they have in connection with one another? It's an unbelievable story. It's a Jesus life-changing story that you don't want to miss. Do you know that you can hear all of our shows online? Yes, subscribe to the podcast to listen anytime, anywhere. Go to www.sharingthevictory.com and click on radio. For the first time, I was 22 years old. That's when it crystallized for me and realizing that a Christian's purpose is to glorify God. Coming up next, the head football coach with the Indianapolis Colts, Tony Dungy. You're listening to FCA's national radio program, Sharing the Victory.
There is a common place for student-athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org. For working out or hanging out, for games, for campus, for every occasion, FCA has clothing that both feels comfortable and also allows you to honor God when you wear it. Whether you're male or female, an athlete, coach, parent, or fan, you'll want to show your support, the heart and soul in sports. To order your free copy of FCA Gears Catalog, call toll-free 1-800-386-0941 or go to fcagear.com. Welcome back. I'm Ron Brown. It's time now for our FCA Across America. And that means it's time for Tony Dungy, head football coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Tony was the keynote speaker at an FCA banquet in Mankato, Minnesota. And he tells us how God moved him into the world of sports as an athlete and then ultimately a head football coach. I played sports because I love playing sports. And That was what really drove me all the way from junior high school, through high school, and through college. I was very fortunate. God protected me, helped me out along the way. I was able to achieve those goals and graduate from the University of Minnesota and then go to the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1977. I was a rookie, and I got there, and it didn't take me very long. I saw about 15 guys. I said, wow, these guys are really, really different from anybody I've been around. We'd go through two-a-day practice in the summer. I was tired, and they were still excited. They were upbeat, energetic, never seemed to get tired. They had great families, uh, wives. I was still single at the time. I was looking for a wife. These guys had great wives, great families. They interacted with each other, really just upbeat all the time. They interacted with the fans in a neat way. And I started watching these guys. I said, what in the world is different about these guys? What do they have that I don't have? A couple of them started to take me under their wing, inviting me to Bible studies, inviting me to the chapel services, reading in their room in between practices, talking about philosophy, talking about life, talking about Christ. And uh, pretty soon I could see the difference between these guys and me. I had accepted Christ as a young kid as my Savior, but I was playing football, playing basketball, going to school, and um, these guys... Christ was the most important thing to them, and it really impacted everything they did, off the field and on the field. And I started, for the first time, at 21 years old, growing as a Christian. Now, all of a sudden, really kind of hanging out with these guys, fellowshipping, reading, and uh, it was awesome. It was a completely different experience for me. My second year, uh, I'm going back to camp. I, I kind of have a good feeling about myself. I'm growing spiritually. I know what I'm doing now. I was here last year. I didn't know anything about professional football. But this is going to be a great year. And about five days before training camp, I came down with mono. Uh, the doctors you know, said, hey, your, your blood count is off, and we're going to have to sit you down for a while. That's the treatment. You just have to rest. We've got you on antibiotics. At some point, you'll bounce back. Next week comes up. They take a blood tests, and no, you're not quite ready yet. And now I'm starting to feel better. And there's some other guys who are out there practicing. They're looking pretty good. 
So I said, Doc, I've got to get back out there. You don't understand. You know, somebody's trying to take my spot. I'll come back next week. We'll see how you do. Come back next week. I had blood tests. and no, you can't go. Now I'm starting to get nervous. And I start to become a little hard to be around. I'm, I'm irritable and, and fussing at everybody. And uh, this goes on for another two weeks. And now I'm at the point, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play that year, if I am going to come back and they're going to cut me because I haven't practiced, if one of these rookies is going to take my spot. And I remember being so frustrated. And Donnie Shell was my roommate. And one day, you know, I just said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he looked at me square in the eye, and I'll never forget it because it changed my life. And he said, you know, God's testing you. You say that you're a Christian. You say you're going to trust God, and you say God's in first place. But it looks like your football career is in first place. That's all he's trying to do. He's trying to find out where you are. And then he went out to practice. Now, I'm sitting there, and I'm watching these guys practice, thinking about what he just told me. And when we came back that night, I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm saying I'm living one way. I'm thinking I'm living one way. But when push comes to shove, I still have these concerns about football more than anything. And he and I prayed that night. And I was already a Christian. I was already saved. But I, I said, Lord, I need to put you in first place, okay, above everything else, above my career, above my education, above everything, and then let you take me where you want me to be. If it's on this football team, that'll be it. If it's somewhere else, if it's not playing, I want to serve you with my whole heart, with my whole soul and my whole body. And at that point, for the first time, I was 22 years old. That's when it crystallized for me what my purpose was and realizing that a Christian's purpose is to glorify God. That was Tony Dungy at an FCA banquet in Mankato, Minnesota. God opened the door to use all these gifts, and uh, I began to realize that and began to realize he was the source of it. Up next, I get the special privilege of interviewing a man who I've admired since I was a little guy, former great Baltimore Colt wide receiver, Hall of Famer, Raymond Berry. So keep it right here for Sharing the Victory. In his brand new autobiography, Quiet Strength, Super Bowl Forty One champion coach Tony Dungy explains his principles, practices, and priorities for a winning life. You'll want our special FCA edition of this hardcover book, Quiet Strength, now available for only $19.99, far below all bookstore prices. Order Quiet Strength by calling 1-800-386-0941 or online at fcagear.com. Hi, this is Ron Brown. If you enjoy listening to Sharing the Victory Radio, then you're going to love reading Sharing the Victory magazine. You'll find 40 pages of in-depth articles on Christian athletes and coaches. Hi, this is Jake Peavy of the San Diego Padres. Check out my cover story on Sharing the Victory magazine. To order Sharing the Victory magazine, call 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031. Or go to sharingthevictory.com. Now back to Sharing the Victory with former University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown. My guest today on Where Are They Now? The great Hall of Fame NFL receiver, Raymond Berry. Raymond, welcome to the show. It's good to be with you, Ron. 
Raymond, uh, you've had a storied career, as many of us know. In fact, um, I know that uh, my generation probably just got a very small glimpse of you when we were youngsters of you playing back there in the uh, the late 1950s. And But you uh, and Johnny Unitas were household names for the generation ahead of me. But one thing that I really believe that really stuck out for me was your work ethic. There was something about your desire to not be denied of maximizing your ability. Well, what drove me uh, with that work ethic, and it was one of the uh, key things that really led me to Christ, because uh, I began to realize that one of the greatest gifts that I had was the inner drive, the passion for it, the desire, and the uh, real singleness of purpose, just wanting to get the most out of what I had and get, and be as good as I could be. And uh, over a period of a couple of years there, in my, like in my third and fourth years in pro football, I began to realize that God was the source of it. It was a gift. And uh, not only that drive, but also the body that I had, the ability that I had. And in addition to that, the opportunity that I had. God opened the door to use all these gifts, and uh, I began to realize that and began to realize he was the source of it. You know, Raymond, one of the things that I really admired about you, I had you over my house one day, and I had a couple of my uh, players from Nebraska who were receivers, and they were in awe of you because we had watched so many films and highlights of you and so forth. And you sat there, and you explained to them different aspects of catching a football, digesting the game, but you would integrate Scripture verses. You made football a modern-day parable for them as you began to give them insights on the kingdom of God as well. You would say, like, yeah, running a route is like this. You know, you put your weight on this foot and you break off there. It's like the kingdom of God. You do this and you do that. Here's what the Scripture says here. You just integrated it all together. And I really hadn't heard coaches and athletes do that before. I really felt like you had a great concept of glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ through the sport, not compartmentalizing it, not just making it a prayer before and a prayer after, but the actual game itself became a, an altar, if you will, of worship for the Lord Jesus Christ. I realized as I grew as a Christian that uh, everything I knew about football, God had taught me. You know, the things mm-hmm. that I understood, the things I was doing, uh, when you got right down to it, He revealed it to me. He led me to know all this, uh, or to put it another way, uh, and it's a principle in the Christian life, is you know, he owns it all. It all belongs to him. But our point is to make sure that we're checking with him close every day, that we're using the gifts he's given us the way he wants us to use them. And uh, one little story in the New Testament I love is where the Lord sent a couple of his disciples out to get a donkey, and he was going to ride it. And they said, well, what if somebody says something to us and about getting a donkey? He said, just tell them the Lord has need of it. And uh, I thought when I read that verse, isn't that typical of uh, no matter what it seems, it might be insignificant, or how we as individuals fit into this whole big picture, God has given us certain things, and the time will come, you'll say, the Lord has need of it. In my particular case, you know, it was football experience, football knowledge, among other things. And uh, so we all have a place, you know, that he's given us something that he has need of. So, Coach Berry, what you're saying is that everything you knew came from God. That's about catching footballs, running routes, coaching the team. Were you talking to God and listening to God strategically during ball games? I Maybe sure was. I believe, and after I've learned a lot about prayer, don't be shy. Ask. Hmm. I prayed all the time while I was coaching, and uh, I prayed for victories, and uh, I didn't hesitate to do it. I prayed for, you know, game plans and ideas and players and, you know, whatever the need happened to be, 
I took it to, to the Lord. And during the games, uh, the way I operated there is six years I was a coach. Uh, there were some times when I was calling the plays, and there were some times when I had uh, Steve Grogan, a veteran quarterback, do it. And uh, when Steve was calling them, I was praying they would play. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have some great stories that I saw happen. I did grief. It's unbelievable what I saw happen. And we were playing Miami Dolphins in one key game uh, in the Super Bowl year, early in the year. We needed to win the game. We were behind 14-3 to three, late in the game. And we, uh, you know, ended up coming back and going out ahead of them 17-14 to uh, 14 with uh, two minutes left. Dan Marino with two minutes can kill you. And mm. uh, so as we were watching Dan Marino come out, I said, Lord, we need a turnover. And he came up the line and he threw an interception on first down. Then we get the ball back, and we can't run out the clock. He ends up getting it. It was 30 seconds left, and I, I said, Lord, we need a turnover. He walks up there and takes a snap from center and fumbles it, and I got recovers. <laughs> what are you going to conclude out of that? Uh-huh. You know, there's scripture that tells you, you know, cry out to him. He likes for you to cry out to him. And so, I, I mean, I've learned, I get in some tight situations, and I remember that verse, and that's what I'm doing. My guest today has been Raymond Berry, and you can see the wisdom that this man brings to the table, but it's not just the wisdom that he's got from Scripture. It is that intimacy that flows out of that wisdom, out of his knowledge of God, that really connects him and really separates Raymond Berry from the pack. Not only was he a great football player, but most importantly, he is a great child of God. Raymond, thanks for being on our show today. Where are they now? I'm not the only one who has great admiration for Raymond Berry. FCA's president, Les Steckel, also does. And up next on Coach's Corner, Coach Steckel has further insights on this great man of faith. If you have any questions or comments about the program, call us at 1-866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-STV-5031. You're listening to Sharing the Victory, the national radio show from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. How many of us have ever been one yard short of a victory of some kind? Les Steckel, the president of FCA, has written One Yard Short, Turning Your Defeats into Victories, about important life lessons learned from his 32 years as a coach. You'll want to be sure to get a copy of One Yard Short for all the sports fans in your life. It's available for only $15.99 at 1-800-386-0941 or go online at fcagear.com. Coming up next weekend on Sharing the Victory, you'll hear a never-before-told story of how a legendary New York Yankee star came to faith in Christ by listening to a testimony from a legendary college and NBA star. Pete Maravich had a wonderful, humble testimony lifestyle very much like Mickey's, and uh, that was what impacted Mickey's life. Join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Welcome back. I'm Ron Brown. It's time for Coach's Corner, and that means FCA's president, Les Steckel. In our Where Are They Now segment today, you heard about and from the great Hall of Famer Raymond Berry. Raymond is a great friend and a true mentor to me, and I was privileged to serve as an assistant to him when he was the head coach of the New England Patriots. Raymond was the finest Christian model I've witnessed and worked with in my 32-year coaching career. 
You know, I have to tell you the story about when I was putting a game plan in for the Denver Broncos one day, and Raymond stopped me in the hallway and asked me if I was a Christian. And when I replied in such a puzzled way that I felt like saying, sure, Raymond, I'm a Christian, he asked me if I had any peace in my life. And I must tell you, it was like taking a Marine bayonet and sticking it in my heart. He really, for the first time, had me thinking about my Christian life and how there was no peace in it. After four seasons with Raymond, with the New England Patriots, he decided one day to call me in, and as he said, after his prayerful consideration, he said, Les, you know, four years ago, the Lord told me to hire you, and now he's telling me to fire you. You know, Raymond was so caring and discerning, not to point out that he thought my driven nature was so wrong, but just to bring to my attention that my poor relationship with my family, with my critical father, had something to do with my behavior. Raymond had often asked me about my father, and by this time he was certain about the root of my behavior and had to let me find myself, if you will, for the first time in my adult life. It wasn't easy for me to admit that Raymond's assumption was correct. I didn't have any peace in my life, and I was enslaved to performance. I was driven like no other. But I have to tell you, today I am free of all of this drivenness, of this performance-based lifestyle, because of my understanding of the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. And I am fortunate to know that my sins were crucified on that cross when he died for all of us. What do people ask me? I say, first of all, like a coach, you've got to come to grips with our past and call it what it is. If you didn't feel approval for your family, acknowledge that and move on. If you still have anger, acknowledge that too and move on. But know that anger can lead to bitterness, and bitterness will lead to immorality. You first have to know that. And then second, you must forgive, period. You must forgive. Yes, I mean that. Give your family the total unconditional grace and love and mercy that God has given you. Forgive and move on. Sure, they're guilty of being imperfect. Aren't we all? Sincerely forgive and move on. And third, we feel the love that Jesus Christ gives us. And without that, we are incomplete. His love is perfect. Simply ask God to help you and heal you. It's like that Nike commercial says, just do it. And when you do, I'm confident God will bless your life. Thanks for joining us this weekend. Okay, time for the $64,000 question. What do Mickey Mantle and Pete Maravich have in common? (laughs) No, no, you're not going to get it out of me now. You got to join us next week to find out. And until then, and don't forget, there's two ways of doing sports, God's way and man's way. Which will you choose? We welcome your questions or comments about sharing the victory. Our phone number is 1-866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-788-5031. Our address is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. You can also listen online by going to our website, sharingthevictory.com. When you are there, click on radio and you can also subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening and make a point to join us every weekend at the same time for Sharing the Victory. 
Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.